Number nine, 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 number nine. Welcome to the latest episode of Back in the Day Podcast with me, Dave Rivett. Now, I'm a big Beatles fan. I've always loved them. And even though they made over 200 songs in about seven incredible years. What is it? 17 UK number one singles. Also number twos, Strawberry Fields Forever, Let It Be and Please Please Me. 13 studio albums. For me, they are far away the best band ever. But as great as they were, even they made some songs that I just don't like. So this episode, I'll be going through the Beatles songs and selecting my duds. I thought I'd start by running through the singles, and I came up with two. I should say this is just my own opinion. I expect a lot of people will love my duds. So the first dud on my list is the 1966 number one record, Yellow Submarine. I must admit, when it was released in 1966, when I was 12 years old, it had a certain novelty about it. It was one side of a double A-side single. The other song on the single was Eleanor Rigby, definitely not a dud. But over the years, it's just started to grate on me. And whenever I hear that opening line, In the town where I was born, my thoughts just want to, I just want to skip it onto the next song as quick as possible. I hope I never have to hear the song again. The other dud on a Beatles single is the B-side to Let It Be. You know my name, look up the number. This is an attempt at a comedy song, maybe influenced by Monty Python, and for me it just doesn't work. I never liked it when I first heard it and nothing's changed since. 100% dud. So now on to the albums, which I'll run through chronologically. Up first, Please Please Me, which I think is dub free. Always love this LP. It's just so 1963. I think there is a weakest song, There's a Place, but with a fine John Paul two-part harmony, it's okay by me. On to with the Beatles, and the dud on this album is Hold Me Tight. It just doesn't work. They seem to be trying too hard. The Paul McCartney vocal is far from up to his usual high standard, really strained. Apparently, they recorded this song while making the previous LP, Please Please Me, but it was not selected. No surprise there, then. On to A Hard Day's Night. Still a fantastic listen. Top quality. John Lennon was at his absolute peak here. No duds here. When I Get Home is probably the weakest song, or should I say the only weak song, but still too good to be a dud. Staying in 1964, and it's the Christmas release, Beatles for Sale. The two Cole Perkins songs, Honey Don't and Everybody's Trying to Be My Baby, do receive a lot of stick, but I'm okay with them. Now, the very obvious dud for me in this LP is Mr. Moonlight. It has a decent John Lennon vocal and a Latin-style percussion, but what kills the song Stone Dead is the hammered organ. It sounds terrible. This song is another 100% dud. Into 1965 and the Help album. No duds for me on this one. 
I know Dizzy Miss Lizzie takes some stick from some people saying it's too repetitive, but I think it's the John Lennon vocal is so fantastic. It's definitely a good song. Up next, Rubber Soul, another great album. One dud for me on this one, the final track, Run For Your Life. Not only have the lyrics taken on a more sinister meaning over time, because the guitar work is extremely weak. Why they closed this song as the album's close why they chose this song as the album's closing track is a bit of a mystery. Into nineteen sixty six and Revolver. I have two duds here. As I've mentioned before, Yellow Submarine. Revolver is such a great album and would have been far better with this song being replaced by Rain, the B side to Paperback Writer. Also released in sixty six. It would have fitted in perfectly. By the way, I think Rain is probably the best Beatles B-side, maybe with this boy. Yellow Submarine stands out like a sore thumb, just doesn't fit in. My other revolver dud is George Harrison's Love You Too. It's a song I never want to hear again. It's toneless, flat and boring. I don't think the sitar works on this song, this song like it does on others, such as Norwegian Wood and The Inner Light. So... On to 1967 and Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. One dud here and it's getting better. A Paul McCartney song. For me, it's a plodder. It's uninteresting and repetitive. It comes just before another McCartney song, Fixing a Hole, which is far more interesting and has a killer, dirty guitar solo by George Harrison. Within You Without You, I like more there than I did back in the day. Never been a real favourite, but too interesting to be a dud. Staying in the same era, we have Magical Mystery Tour, where we find two duds. The first is the instrumental flying, which doesn't have anything going for it at all. It's just a little tune that goes nowhere. It may fit in with a sequence on the film, but as a piece of music, it doesn't work. Not for me, anyway. Apart, uh, also on Magical Mystery Tour, George Harrison's Blue Jay Way, with its fake, oh, it's so mysterious. It's dull as fishwater. It just drones on and on, definitely a dud. On to 1968, and the White Album. Three duds here for me. Before we get into them, though, there is the age-old debate of sh- that should have... Uh, the I've, so, a lot of songs been cut away to make just a single album. I think that's what uh, producer George Martin has hinted at. Personally, I think it's great, it's great as it is, but if they had have released it as a single album, I think it would have been probably their finest. Imagine this as a track listing. Side one... Back in the USSR, Dear Prudence, Savoy Truffle, Happiness is a Warm Gun, Blackbird, Julia, While Margaret Child Gently Weeps. Side 2, Your Blues, Mother Nature's Son, Sexy Sadie, Long, 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 Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except for Me and My Monkey, Cry Baby Cry and Helter Skelter. That's a pretty awesome lineup. Right, back to the duds. The first two are both on side one. The first isn't really a song at all. It lasts 52 seconds. Wild honey pie. Waste of time. Definite dud. The next track is the continuing story of Bungalow Bill. This is a song I've never liked. It's a mess. Definitely dud. Up next, the biggest beat was dud of them all. We've already heard it at the beginning of the programme. On side four, we have over eight minutes of total self-indulgence. Revolution 9. Alan Walsh, the melody maker, called the track noisy, boring and meaningless, while the NME's Alan Smith described it as a pretentious piece of old codswallop. I wouldn't disagree with either of those views. Apparently, Georgia Harrison worked alongside John Lennon on the track. 
I think he should have spent his time persuading his fellow band, maybe, band, band members to find space for his songs while they were rejected in favour of this garbage. Songs like Sour Milk Sea and Not Guilty among them. On to Yellow Submarine album. I don't count the songs on side two. They were just soundtrack stuff by George Martin for the movie. On side one, we have One Dud, a George Harrison track, It's All Too Much. It's pretty boring and drows on for over six minutes. Having said that, it was well received at the time. Not by me, though. Dud. On to 1969, and for me, the Beatles' finest album, Abbey Road. The sound quality and quality of songs and musicianship were excellent. Special mention to Ringo Starr for some excellent work on the drums. But even this one has a dud. Maxwell Silver Hammer, a Paul McCartney song, was so bad that even the other three members of the band hated it. So, onto the Let It Be album and two duds that aren't really songs at all. First, Dig It, which is John, uh, just John Lennon shouting out the names of famous people, Matt Busby and Doris Day among them, for about 50 seconds, pointless. Then about 40 seconds of the traditional song, Maggie May, don't get it, never will, don't know why it's there. So there we have it. Out of over 200 songs, I found 16 duds. Why not go on to the Back in the Day group page on Facebook and let me know what you think. See you next time. Catch you later.